0: Well, good day out there in podcast land. We're so glad that you guys are here with us for another episode. And if I'm not wrong, this is our 20th (gasps) episode. It's our 20th
1: episode. I totally
0: forgot. Man, we are blowing out the budget today for this, buddy. And (laughs) we have no budget. But anyway, Mm
1: -hmm. so. Zero times zero. uh,
0: That's just crazy. I know. That 20 episodes already. It seems like just yesterday we started this.
1: It it does. And then. Here we are. Sort of feels like we've been doing it too.
0: Yes, it does. It does. So, hey, today, turning your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11. Yes, we're still there. And we're going to talk about Noah. And <laughs> let me just say, we've had some great conversation leading up right, to this we've podcast.
1: Right, we spent how long?
0: We've spent 15, 20 minutes uh, yeah, just least. us <laughs> walking through it and talking through it and some things that we've learned Well, I today. just
1: was listening. It was mostly Hank talking and me listening and learning.
0: So, I don't know about that. that learning, well, she knew it all. No I just reminded her of it. That's not true. Um, but there are some great things. That's what I love about God's word. Mm. And we've said it before. Yep. So often we'll read the word in English and we sort of know what it means. And we'll, right off the top, I'm going to tell you one of them. Um, and we'll read it in English and we know what the English word means. But then when you go to either the Greek for the New Testament or the Hebrew for the Old Testament, which we will go to both today. Um, you find out what the word really means. Right. Yes, it is It is translated into our word for today in our modern, here's a big $5 word, vernacular Ooh. as we speak, <laughs> but what it meant to the writer right. sometimes is a touch different. Right. That's the reason I sort of really get into, you know, I'm sort of a word yep. meaning geek. Me too. As you can say. Yes, you are. I am. You're more into the tenses though. Yeah. I sort of fail on the tenses a little bit. <laughs> So I tell you what, here we go. We're going to read, I'm going to pray, and then you're going to read uh, the verses that deal with Noah. Um, verse 7, I can't see the rest because I don't have my glasses on. So however far, okay. It's just verse 7. Is it just verse 7? It's just
1: verse 7. Wow, it's
0: <laughs> Packed. But it's packed. <laughs> yes, it is. No wonder when I kept looking up the meanings today, it was all very um, eleven seven in Hebrews. So, hey, let's pray and then we'll jump in. Father, God, we're so thankful for Your Word. We're so thankful that Your Word speaks truth. We're so thankful that Your Word is is meant there to be a lamp and a light. And so, God, I pray that we would um, surrender to Your call for all of us, and that God, we would surrender to the to the guiding of Your Holy Spirit. And the light of your word. So be with us today as we talk about this faithful witness, Noah, and we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Um so Hebrews eleven seven says, By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith.
0: Wow and so if you go to the story, I'm just going to pull out one or two things um, from Genesis chapter six. So Genesis chapter six actually tells the full story of Noah, Genesis 6, Genesis 7 um, and eight um, and into nine <laughs> So um, three chapters on on the and really just on the flooding of the earth. So but here's the part I want to get verse nine of Genesis chapter 6 verse 9. these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God. We just talked last week about Enoch walking with God. Isn't this great? Right. I'm sort of putting these two together. So Enoch walked with God, and God took him to heaven. Uh-huh. Noah walked with God, mm-hmm. and he made Noah build an ark.
1: Right, and God saved him.
0: Now, so that tells us something really quickly. Okay. We each have our own race. Yeah. You know, if we were to go into Hebrews 12, let us run a race set before mm-hmm. us. So both words walked. I uh, looked him up. They walked for Enoch and walked for Noah were the same word. Right. Yet they had different races. Yes. Now, we could easily say this is why sometimes we can look around and go, I don't understand why such and such has it so easy in their life, a.k.a. Enoch in a sense that he walked and right. was not. But this person has it hard, Noah. Noah worked on a boat. For 120 years. Right. <laughs> Only had seven converts. Right. <laughs> you know, what What does that break down to? 120 <laughs> divided by seven is what?
1: I, I can't do that man
0: Like, I'm going to say 15 <laughs> years or so, he right. had a convert. Mm-hmm. I mean, good gravy. And then think about all the, the jeering and all the... That had never rained. Right. All the name calling he had and, and all that. So anyway... I say that, so he walked with God. Now let's go back. Before you flip back, because
1: I would have started in verse um, 8 of Genesis 6, because it said that Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And then it goes on, and we see that Noah walked with God. Um, And um, and then as I was reading chapter 6 also, then we read um, in verse 22 in one other place, and I didn't write it down, that Noah did all that God commanded him. So we can see that obedience that comes, that not just that, um, that his, um, finding favor and walking resulted in his being obedient.
0: The only way you find favor is to be obedient. Right. That's when you find the favor of the Lord. And that I actually want to do, remember this, I want to do, um, one of our podcasts on the favor, what it means mm-hmm. to have the favor of the Lord upon right. us. Right. Um, you can really get deep into that. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> But you mentioning that, okay, so having obedience. So let's go back really quickly because I want to make this. Here's one of my definitions. I didn't even write this down, but I remember it. Um, It says there, um, in reverent fear constructed an ark. Uh The word constructed there means perfectly prepared. In other Mm -hmm. words, that he did exactly. Now, um, you know, like me, if I'm building something and I can cut a corner to make it better, (laughs) I'm going to do that. Noah, we, we get the idea that Noah cut no corners, right? If God said, now I'm talking about cutting corners on things I'm going to make or build, not what God tells me <laughs> to do. But it's so important that with God's word, and I sort of hit on this a little bit yesterday in my sermon, we need to follow what God's word says totally yep. because his word is always going to come back right, right and it's always going to be fulfilled right. and he can fulfill it easily through you or he can like with me, beat me upside <laughs> the head with a stick every once in a while. But think about this. So we talk about this. By faith, Noah, um, being warned. The word warned there means to utter an oracle or hear. And I just, so I want to know, now you've had time to think because I told you this before we started. It also means divinely intimate. Hmm. So as we talk about divinely intimate and walked, what is the picture that you get?
1: Well, don't, I mean... Yeah. Wow. I mean, it almost makes me speechless because you just think about the um, the the picture of walking with God so closely that he's right there in your ear, um, that when he talks to you, he's right there. You know, and so many people you struggle with, um, you know, I'm not hearing from God um, or people might um, have a, a time where they feel like God is far away. And Noah obviously didn't have that. He he had God right there. Right. In his ear.
0: Aren't those the moments that we live for too? Yeah. That, um, I don't think you've ever heard this. When I was struggling with my call to the ministry, Hmm. um, I had gone to play golf with my pastor and I'll never forget it. He was sort of away from me and uh, I was sort of waiting on him. and, And I was, I was really struggling with my call. Um, what I was supposed to do. And I was on the seventh hole, Prince George golf course. And I, nobody was around. And I, like I said, I was waiting for my pastor. And I finally said, Lord, I need to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've been wishy-washy now for a few weeks. Are you calling me to preach? Or is this just sort of a fleshly thing that I would like right. to do? I need to know if you've called me. And for one of the, let's just be honest, one of the absolute few, few times that it almost feels like it's audible. Right. I heard of, this mm-hmm. is what I'm calling you to. Mm-hmm. All I can say is, that's a great feeling. Right. Now, hes I've had other moments of clarity like that, but really probably the first time in my life, I think I was 26, 27, right. I knew for a fact right. what God was calling me to. But we get the idea, I think, from the text, Noah had this an ongoing... All,
1: right, all the time. Right. <laughs> Not just every now and then. Yeah. Every wow. few wow. years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right.
0: So, so what do you... <clears throat> I don't know. It just it just is crazy. Um so just keep going through this, but I wanna when we get to a certain point, I wanna go back to Genesis six if that's okay. Oh,
1: okay. Um Um <clears throat> so when I was re- when I was reading this and I we read you know, read that Noah constructed the ark, um, and why did he construct it? Because God warned him of concerning events as yet unseen. And jump back to what verse one says in Hebrews 11 about what faith is. And it's the conviction of things not seen. And so God is telling Noah what is going to happen. He's giving him this warning. He's being in close communication with him and Noah can't see it. There's no evidence that it's going to indeed happen. And yet then Noah went and did what God asked him to do and did all that he commanded him to do. Um, And so to me, that was just a, a Neat connection to make to go jump back to verse one and make that connection. Um, that um, we see that faith that Noah had
0: absolutely. Well, the I looked up the actual meaning of the word faith there, it means conviction of truth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, if you're gonna go build an ark in the desert, yeah, and it's never rained,
1: right? You definitely have to be convicted, you better have some raided, conviction of right? truth
0: involved. Now, for today, it also says a reliance upon Christ for salvation, but that's for that's not for Noah, right? Now, so. We know that the ark is a type. Mm-hmm. You want to explain what no, a type is?
1: No, you, that's That's your job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so a type is basically it's just a picture of of something to come. Right. Um, to put it in in layman's terms, in my terms, a type, So the ark, and here's why it is. So let I tell you what. Let's just go back right there because it says in reverent fear, constructed the ark for the saving. The word saving means rescue of his household. By this he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteous that comes by faith. So the word "condemned" means that he judged the world, and that mm-hmm. um, he sentenced the world. Right. It, basically, every blow of the hammer, or however he built it, was a sentence against mankind. Mm-hmm. Every you know, we go back to every thought and intent of the heart was evil. Yeah, we think today's society was bad obviously it was right I, you, you cannot now you can say a lot about our society today i don't know that you can necessarily think say every intent and thought of the heart is evil right. Right. continually there was only eight people on the whole <laughs> face of the earth that got in the ark right so it's a type of of Jesus. The mm-hmm. word type, it's a picture of Jesus. And he, here's why. It's all about Jesus. And I just want to go through for a minute. I'm gonna you sorta, go. Sort of <laughs> go here and, and say. I'm this is why
1: you're the pastor and I'm not. I'm
0: about to preach here for <laughs> you just go. a few minutes. So if you don't like hearing my voice, <laughs> hit pause. But anyway, no, don't do that. So if we go back, no, this is good stuff. So if we go back to Genesis chapter 6, I really want to go through this and jump in at any point, seriously. Okay. In verse 14, the Bible says, make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Now, they chose gopher wood, number one, because it was the wood used for coffins. I mean, yes, yeah, wood used to make coffins. Now, you say, well, wait a minute. He was building a boat. In actuality, it's sort of a coffin if mm-hmm. you think about it. And then, so that lends itself to, Paul wrote, I die daily. Right. How about or Galatians chapter two, verse twenty? I've been crucified with Christ. Yes. When you crucified, you die. Mm. So, in a sense, when we are to die to ourself, and this is a picture that that Noah died to himself because he took the all the berating, all the name calling, all the if they were if everything was continually evil, every thought and intent of the heart, can you imagine what he went through building right. this thing? Right. Can who knows at what point his wife and kids got saved?
1: Right. Because Um, and we can talk about it again later, but in second Peter, he, he's called a herald of righteousness. So a preacher of righteousness. So he obviously, um, wasn't quiet when he built the Uh ark, you know, he wasn't just building he, and he wasn't just, he was declaring the righteousness that he had, um, and that they needed to have, um, as they, he was building. So I'm sure that that Lent itself also to berating and yeah. harassment.
0: Yeah, you know, you guys are gonna put you. What you gonna do for food? Right. And, or, I, mean, I know he had all the animals in there, but a fire. You can't have a fire in a boat, right? You know. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? So, number one, that. And then he says, make rooms in the ark and cover it. all oh, this is
1: we cover excited.
0: it inside and out with pitch. So, let's I'm go to. I'm gonna deal with pitch first, and then I'm going back. So, would you go to Leviticus seventeen eleven? Yep. The word pitch there. The word is kofer. It, it it's translated. Uh, the word we get the word atonement from. So it's really, it's, it's, and what he said, notice he said, cover it inside and out. So we get our word atonement from this word for pitch, and that is to cover inside and out. Now, here's the great thing because what the blood of Jesus does, it covers you inside and out, it washes your sins away. Though your sins be as scarlet, they'll be made as white as snow. Yeah. There's not one aspect of yourself. That Jesus does not cleanse. Now we have to come back for cleansing a lot, and we keep asking for forgiveness. But He washes us clean. First John chapter one verse nine. He, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all oh, unrighteousness. Yes, He washes you clean. He cleans you on the inside and the out. Now, one of my favorite verse scriptures that I quote a lot is Leviticus seventeen eleven. I want to show you something
1: says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it t- for you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement by the life.
0: So the word atonement there, you could literally read pitch. Hmm. So read it again, but say pitch for at- atonement, <laughs> okay?
1: The, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it for you on the altar to make pitch for your souls. It's this
0: picture. All right, that's good. It's this picture of literally painting Hmm. your whole body with the blood of Jesus to cleanse away the sins, so that when when God looks down, the Father, He does not see my dirty, nasty, stinky sins. He sees the blood of Jesus, which looks as white as snow in His eyes. Yes. Oh my lanta.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 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 And uh, wow. And. And I don't know that I've ever heard anyone say that about the pitch that covered the ark um, and how that relates to that and how that is connected to that in that way.
0: And let's go one step further. Mm-hmm. So now let's make all of Scripture that we've talked about earlier, all of Scripture come together. So if you go to First John chapter 2, and, and I... As I said, what is my favorite book of First the Bible? First John. Amen. So anyway, if you go to <laughs> I'll never get that one wrong again. <laughs> never again. First John chapter two, verse two. The Bible says, he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but for also for the sins of the whole world. Now, so here's the connector. And I have in my Bible, covering. Go back to Genesis mm-hmm. 6, 14. Because the word propitiation means that he is a covering God. for our sins. They covered the ark with pitch. Which is a type of Jesus, a type of Christ. They covered our sins with the blood of Jesus, yes. so that we are covered and we are cleansed. Yes. Oh, good gravy! Yes. Have a spade. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. And um, and I love that word propitiation. And I, I know that people hear it and go, I don't know what that means, but I love the the idea of the fact that it's the the covering for our sin. It we can also go um, you know, talk about how it means. Shows us that it um, satisfies God with the um, so that His wrath is satisfied and justice is satisfied with the um uh, the mm, with the payment that Jesus made for us. <laughs> I'm like going too fast. My brain's not working.
0: That's what I do a lot.
1: Um, and yet, but to look at it in light of that covering, because. We, you're absolutely right, and so I hope people hear you if they've never known that before. That when you say yes to Jesus and you have that blood that washes away your sins, that God does not see you as sinful anymore. That's right, you have it's called justification. You are now justified before God because when He looks at you, He sees Christ, Mm. He sees His righteousness, He sees Him on you, and it's no longer you.
0: And I want to go a step further. Here's why it has to cleanse us all, because it, we cannot spring a leak. The thing you did not want with that ark was to have a part of yeah. that ark without pitch on it yes. so that it sprung a leak. Right. The Bible teaches that the water, Prester, pastor... Do you believe that the flood covered the whole earth? Yes, yes, yes. And let me make sure you heard me. Yes. (laughs) I believe it covered every mountaintop. And so can you imagine how far that sucker would have sunk Hmm. had it had one? You cannot spring a leak. Right. Yes. Because it covers. Now, I want to go one step further. (laughs) I did not tell you before, so I'm going to throw it. Think, now think in all that we've gone to, then go to John chapter 1 in verse 29. The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the oh, Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Yep. He did it. Yep. He covers our sins. He cleanses our sins. Translated, he takes them away. And then we could go to Psalms that says he puts them as far as the east is from, from the, the west. Way. So they are never, ever thought about. Not because God can't remember, but because he chooses not to remember. Yes. He wants to forgive you and he wants to cleanse you. I don't care who you are. Right. Anybody could have gotten in the ark. Anybody can come to Jesus. And yes, I'm hitting the table.
1: Yes, he is. He's driving the sound man crazy. <laughs>
0: I want you to know that Jesus is the ark that you need to get into. Yes. Now, let me make this statement. I want you to think about the water. Hmm. That water, it killed, the Bible says, every living thing except for the eight people and the animals in the Heck. ark. The same water that killed everybody mm-hmm. and everything. Is the same water that lifted the ark up to save them. Yep. Now, so, I mean, this is a lot of connection here today. (laughs) Now, I want, oh, this is just coming to me. Now, if you go to the book of Luke and you look at chapter, uh, chapter, yep, yep, yep. I'm so excited. I can't stand myself. (laughs) If you go to chapter two, um, I know what I'm looking for and I cannot find it. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. Here it is. In verse 33 of chapter 2, And his father and mother marvel at what was said about him by Simeon. And Simeon blessed him and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many mm. in Israel and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts be. He, being the type, being the ark, the ark was lifted up by the same water that killed him and you and I will go to heaven by the same one that because of his perfect life that people did not judge will be the cause of them going to hell because they would not choose him. What a picture. Right,
1: Yes, because they didn't choose to get into the ark. And so then the waters overtook them. And, um, and the only... We talk about the only way that we can get to heaven is through Jesus, which is absolutely true. But let's say this, too. The only way you're going to go to hell is if you say no to Jesus.
0: Exactly. And
1: so it's not God who says, sorry, you're not going to heaven. You're going to hell. It's you who says, I, I don't believe it. I'm not going to accept it. And so then, therefore, you are the one who doesn't step into that ark.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, what a <laughs> picture. the Oh my goodness. It's, it's like a little said, bit
1: more than the flannel graph we used yes, to see. Yes. <laughs>
0: that's right. It's okay. So we're four weeks in a row. We've talked about the flannel graph. <laughs> well, I, gotta I think get it four in. or five. That's right. <laughs> um so but do you get it? I mean, it's Jesus. Your whole eternity rides upon what you're going to do with Jesus. Yes. That's where your whole eternity resides. Right. You either accept him and you go to heaven, or you reject him and you go to hell. It's it's not that Jesus and by the way, when I say that Jesus. Sends you there. It's it's because of him that you're called to go there because you did not accept That's him. Right. Jesus desires whosoever Everyone will, will come. may come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who I, I, I don't know how more <laughs> open it could be. It could be. Right. I'm I'm, I'm tired of people saying well, y'all are closed minded. Jesus set the standard. He said you could come if you get out of your stinking pride and quit thinking you're all that in a bucket of fries, you'd come to Jesus. I'm telling you, you're not You're not going to heaven without Jesus. And let me just go on about this, too. Listen, the Bible does—I read this on Twitter the other day. The, they, somebody said, well, the Bible should evolve. The Bible will never evolve. Oh. The Bible is what it says. I'm standing on with the word of truth. It's the infallible, inerrant, unchanging word of God. Period, in a statement. Yes.
1: And why should it evolve when it had when it has truth from the very beginning? And when you look at something such as the ark, which is in our Bibles in Genesis six, and then you go all the way to the other end and you. He read in Hebrews and in Second Peter about Noah, and you get more information about that him. Um, that it's just one of the things that I love so much about the Bible is because you start in the beginning, and then e- last week when we talked about Enoch, you learned something new about Enoch in the very next to the last book in Jude, yeah. and so. But also, we see that God's plan of redemption was there from the very beginning. Yes, and so. What he did and caused to happen in the things that took place were there for a reason. They happened for a reason. They're written down for a reason. And when we talk about those connections that we can make through the words and the, the types that are there, why? Because the entire truth is enclosed in this word of God.
0: Yes. He doesn't need to say anymore. Right. <clears throat> there, by the way, there is no new revelation. Nope. We have all that we have, and by the way, those that would say we have blind faith, let me remind you: we have a whole Bible mm-hmm. full of faithful statements and people yep. that lived it out, and we have a record of them. And so, my faith that I have is not blind; it is based upon fact. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it's you know, I laugh if you will. Ah, you use Christianity as a crutch. You're doggone right, I do. <laughs> I can't, man. I know who I am. Right. I need help. Need I it. know mm-hmm. the Hank Meadows that is is righteous as a filthy rags. Mm-hmm. I know that Hank. And yeah, I need a crutch. Okay, so yeah, what? Right. Um. But let's go back. Let's. I want to finish up with this. We have about five minutes, <laughs> which will go by like in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, by this he condemned, now we've already dealt with that, that he passed judgment against the world and became an heir, possessor. Mm-hmm. Of the righteousness that comes by faith. Now we read several times. So. (laughs) You ready? (laughs) Ready. (laughs) Several times in the Old Testament we read. That it was accredited to them as faith. Right. What does that really mean? We read it with Abraham. We read it right here.
1: Credit? uh, You mean credited to them as as righteousness. righteousness, The faith was right. Well that credit. No that's right. The credited is accounted. It was Mm -hmm. counted for. So. And I was struck, by <laughs> through my pen, um, I I'm was sorry.
0: T- <laughs> I'm just misspoke.
1: <laughs> Jeez. I was struck by the fact that this says that Noah was the heir of righteousness that comes by faith because normally we do equate that phrase with Abraham, mm-hmm. but yet we see it with Noah too. So I was really struck by that. Um, as I was reading that one verse, um, that, be, that he also, as well as Abraham, that when we get to Abraham, um, I can't imagine how much we're going to have to say about it. Oh
0: my. But,
1: but that that righteousness, um, that he got that righteousness it was counted to him. It was it's like a bank account. It was put into his bank account
0: based upon his actions of yes, obedience. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they did not have Jesus. Right. Now, in both their lives, there are there are types of Jesus we mm-hmm. see. Um I don't know if this is actually fit as a type, but the Bible says that he Abraham saw my day and he longed for it when he was about to kill Isaac, they mm-hmm. on top of Mount Moriah. So it's when they did these actions that complete obedience. Yes, he prepared; he completely obeyed God's direction, Right. and he did everything God did. With now, because I I believe you may I, you may not go out on this limb with me. <laughs> Had he not fully obeyed, I don't think the ark would have worked. Right. It, you know, say you, you're going to scrimp one day on the pitch. Guess what? You scrimp on the on the blood of Jesus. You're not right. going to heaven. Right. See, most of us think, well, you know, I've said it before. We want just enough Jesus yeah. to get into heaven, but still have do whatever we want to. Mm-hmm. By the way, it doesn't work that way. Right. You either get all of Jesus mm-hmm. or you get none of Jesus. Right. He he does not settle for second place. Right. So, anyway, I really didn't stump you today.
1: <laughs> no. So well, you did, is, but we did uh, it before we were recording. Yeah.
0: Could you tell that I really was jacked up about this?
1: You know, and like I kind of said it earlier, but we do learn these stories. Some of these stories we learned when we were in Sunday school when we were little kids. Mm -hmm. And then we're not really taught them or talk about them much, um, you know, as we grow older. And and yet, what a shame that is because look at... The beautiful truth yes. that is there, when you take the time to not only read it but to study it and to know it,
0: and and that's why hey, get a get a strong um, concordance of the Bible yep. and look what the word meanings are. Mm-hmm. Like the word, who would who would ever thought pitch meant atonement? Right. Or and by the word, the word for atonement is has one letter off, but the root is the word for pitch. That's why you can make this statement, right? That it's the word, and so and and it just the the applicability, right? Of that to God's blood and mm-hmm. over us. It's just amazing, mm-hmm. man. I love the story. Yep. Hey, pray and I'll have a closing comment. Okay,
1: Jesus, we thank you. Um, thank you for the blood and thank you that you do cover all of our sins. And yes. so that, um, God, I thank you that we can know that um, because we are covered by the blood that you see us as righteous. And Lord, I pray that we would walk in that way. That, and I pray that you would cause us to be like Noah and that we would walk... Um, with you that we would do all that you command us to do and that um then we would be declared righteous also and so lord give that to us we pray and keep our eyes focused on you i ask in jesus name amen
0: amen amen i think i was so excited at the beginning i didn't even tell who we were but i'm hank meadows i'm <laughs> pastor of Mary Baptist church and i got my home slice miss mona here with <laughs> us and um we're so thankful that you guys tuned in with us and um hey
1: episode number 20 episode number 20
0: we literally blew the budget out (laughs) for this one y'all um god bless you guys and we will see you next week bye bye